Don't be shy, cause I Life won't bring you down too far This is Kuben Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted to be joined by Dave, your face looks like it's got really slimmer. What? Why? Have you had an haircut or something? <laughs> Just look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Might this camera, maybe. Maybe I don't know. More have a longer beard. Maybe me, me beard slim, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I have, I have. Do you know what? I have been, I've been doing a bit of training and not gorgeous you know, on shite. Do you know what I mean? So I'm probably around. Just, just be above what I normally fight at anyway. So that's that might be what it is. I don't know. Okay, you look different. You look well anyway. That's what I was trying to play. You, that's the main thing. Yeah, that's the main <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, how's life been in general for you over the last sort of few weeks since we last caught up? Eh, all right. You know, yeah, I've been, I've been, um, I've been busy doing doing a couple of bits of work with. Um, property and things like that that I'm doing so I'm back on the tools back on the Jimmy Jules myself and I'm driving around in a little white van with like little um, beacon lights on the top uh, you know, like little siren lights <laughs> every now and then I put them on if I, uh, if I get a bit excited but no um, yeah I've been doing bits of work in the house and that but you know what it's kept me busy I've been out the house most of the day because this this was before the gyms he opened, um, and yeah, it's good to just keep your minds occupied. You know, fighters, professional professional sportsmen and women in general spend a lot of time sitting around with nothing to do in between training sessions. So that that's what you get used to and you become accustomed to. So this has been an eye opener for me, getting back out and about, busy through the day because I haven't had a minute to stop and think about anything and. and the, the weeks have flown by really, but um, that's coming to the end of that now. And I've just started getting back in the gym, doing little bits and bobs, of just just weights. And um, I've been rowing, been getting on the rowing machine. I've been trying that for a little change, and that's it really. But, but everything's good, all good. Good to hear, good to hear. So, is there any kind of pending fight news for you coming up, or no, not on, not on, not on really. Um, and and I don't know where the 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 will the will something will come up when I get back in the gym. But I need to I need to get back in the gym and put a pair of gloves on and, and hit something and do a couple of weeks of proper training and and see how I feel type of thing because um, I haven't punched anything since what about February I think and I've like I said last time the shoulder problem I kept kept using my shoulder lifting weights but. The latest um, directions are to not do any pushing exercises, bench press, shoulder press, you know, obviously punching, falling into that category. So that's why I'm doing a bit of rowing, you know, just other alternatives while I can rest. And then when that feels okay, I'll get in the gym and start punching something. And if I feel like punching someone in the face, then <laughs> I'll get on the phone then and say, get me a fight. <laughs> Because it, it just seems like, I mean, 
listen, we're always talking about, everyone's always talking about the heavyweight division, but it just seems like there are still a load of fights out there that could be matched up with yourself. Yeah, there's, there is, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. It's changing all the time, isn't it? The, the landscape changes all the time. And, you know, it's like it's like the fight with Dillian the other week. There's always a little upset here and there. And that just changes things a little bit. And people are always looking for decent opponents with a, with a decent name as well, especially the promoters. They're always looking for someone who the fans will go, right, I'll watch that. It's interesting one way or another. And I think I fall into that category. That's why... You know, if it, if, it, if it weren't in that category, I probably would have walked away a long time ago because I wouldn't have seen the opportunities that have been given. So, you know, I, I'll just wait. I'll just wait and see what, what comes along. And if it if it tickles me fancy, then, yeah. But if not, if, it, if it's something that I'd go, it's a bit of an ask and, you know, do I really want to be in that type of fight, then... Then, like I said last time, I, I'll just I'll just say no. But until then, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still available. It's coming back to that. Um, it's been a couple of weeks now since that fight, and when we kind of look back at Dillian's defeat, there was a, a lot of similarities between like the how that fight played out and and how your fight played out with Povetkin in 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 the fact yeah. that. You were so close to yeah. to to stopping Povetkin, and then um, obviously it didn't pan out that way. But same with Dillian. Dillian, the round before, dropped him twice. We were kind of all expecting him to finish the job in that fifth round, and then yeah. obviously got caught with uh, that peach of an uppercut from Povetkin. And uh, but there were similarities between that and 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 your fight because you you know mm. people forget no not forget but people must know that. You yeah. were so close to beating Povetkin as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it did come close. I mean, I think the, the, the difference in my fight was that he had me down first, then I had him here type of thing. But when I caught Povetkin with that left hook, it was one of them punches, which are always the best ones, where you hardly feel it lands and you're like, they're the ones where you, 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 throw, you throw a combination and you feel one and be all of a sudden they're on the floor and you're like, fucking hell, what happened there? You, they're the best shots, they're the ones where you're not really trying and that happens and that's why I, I, I was a little bit, I hesitated a little bit or, or at least didn't want to rush in because I know that when he's wounded, animal per Vecan, he, he's as, as, as most dangerous and that's what he proved against Dillian and he did with, with myself. But um, with, with Dillian through the week, I just, although he's trained to perfect what he's done with that punch, I've said it the other day, so many different things for, for a punch like that to come off have got to happen at the same time from both fighters. And it was a perfect storm. You know, it, he could have tried that hundred times more in that fight and it wouldn't have landed on that spot at that time. It was just... It just fell into place. It just just fell into place perfect. And that's not saying he hasn't prepared to increase the chances of it happening to, to as, as high as possible because that's what you do when you train. But, um, my God, he, could, he couldn't have done it any better, could he? It was just like, you know, like I said, I don't think he could, he could do it to that 
degree if he tried hundred times more in that fight. But when he's a wounded animal, he he he's he's dangerous and he's he just hangs in there anyway, doesn't he? You know, when he had him down a couple of times in the fourth round, you're like, yeah, it'd be over in a minute. But you've got to remember, he Klitschko had him down four times. When Klitschko was at his peak, by the way, 2013, and uh, he just hung on, hung on in there. He's a, he's, a, he's a dog. He's like an old dog. He just he just keep going. So um, yeah, it's made things interesting. It is the key in that situation, David, when you have Povetkin hurt, you said that you kind of hesitated. Dillian, I think, after his the last knockdown of round four, the, the, the round come to an end. But it's the key when he's hurt is to go for the kill and try and finish him off there and then because the more time you leave it, the risk of what happening to yourself and to Dillian can always happen with someone as dangerous as Povetkin. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'd say that's, that's, that, that'd be the way to go. If you do it and just try and get him out of there. And obviously, there's always the danger of getting caught on the way in, but his punch accuracy and, and his time is that good. He's always got that, you know, whether he's hurt or, you know, whether he looked immediately hurt and you jump on him, that, that'll still be there. But that's your best chance of getting him out of there. If I had my time again, and I had great, as soon as I landed the punch, I'd, I'd charge across the ring and just hit him again. But it's all, it's all small margins, isn't it, at this level? You know, he staggered backwards when I caught him because he, he, he was on his heels a little bit. If he staggered forward a little bit, then it was open season, wasn't it, for me to just end, end the show? But these these little small margins that are happening all the time, they all, they all ultimately make up what's going to be the end result. And what happened with, with Dillian, you know, he, he was sold the faint to the body and it come up to the head and it, it took him out. But, um, yeah, Dillian could have just just got himself all over Pepecan when he was hurt and ended the job. And hindsight, great. But at the same time, they probably did say, look, when he's hurt, he's dangerous. So... Just take our time, and it's look. It's high level, world world level boxing. It's um, there's so much at stake. Is it is it worth this risking it by just just charging in and trying to end the show early? It's the the decision you're making on the night when it's hundred mile an hour in your mind and the adrenaline's flowing. Dillian Dillian took his time, but paid the price for it. But but. Theoretically and logic will tell you, yeah, take your time, don't risk not an easy hit. You know, just, just it's going to come anyway. But it, but it didn't. Were you shocked ultimately about what happened? Because being there on the night, because of the, it played a big factor that whole crowd thing. It made it more kind of a bit more eerie the the knockout. Yeah. But what, watching that yourself, did you were you shocked by what you were watching or not? Yeah, I, I was. Given what had happened in the fourth round, yeah, I was then. Um, the first few rounds were pretty even, but then the fourth round, it was like, yeah, he's going to go now, he's got him. And then it was just a ball from the blue, so it was, it was like, fucking hell. But, again, I shouldn't have been shot because it, it, Pavekin's a quality operator and he's, he's done that to 
forget me, you know, I'm 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 tall, um, you know, probably open to punches coming over the top, and I've been I've been knocked out before, um, but you, Carlos Tachem, Manuel Chia, you know, Joan Zawalpas, three steady low centre of gravity, shorter fighters with the, the hands high, the chin down. They're, they're pretty much harder to knock out because they're protected better and, and they're more compact. And he, he chinned the three of them the way he chinned me, Dillian. And he's chinned the three of them like that. And so I shouldn't have been surprised. But you do start to look before the fight, you know, is age going to be a factor? And the last thing Pavekin will lose will be that punch, but he feels you're a bit Pavekin with his punch. And at first, when I fought him, I was like, not much in these shots here, I can't really feel it. He's like, psh, 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 throwing body shots, like, sounds. But then he, he'll lull you into a bit of a false sense of security. And he'll pick the right time to let, to let the shot go that he wants to do the damage. And that's why he's, he's as good as he is. And, you know, that's why, like, Anti Joshua's win over him has probably been underestimated as how good a win it was to knock him out in the seventh round because only Klitschko had beaten him before it and it was a 12 round job. And so, yeah, um, and that was a couple of years ago now. I mean, that was yeah, two, yeah, two and a half years ago, now. exactly, exactly. So, you know, that that win's probably been not given the credit it deserved, but it probably will do now after seeing Dillian. But the thing, the other thing was is. Dillian, Dillian White is is has got um, an ear, you know, an aura about him as a, as a bit of a menace, and you know, he's a he's a hard bastard. We all know that, and to see him get that onto him, it was like, whoa, you know, that was a shock element as well. Even though people can say, oh, he's, he's been down against Joshua Parker and Joshua will done too much to him. Dillian White's got a solid chin, and then to see that, it, and it just goes to show. It's heavyweight boxing. You get it in the right spot at the right time. It's lights out, no matter no matter who you are. Mm. Yeah. After the fight, there was um, a few people kind of looking back at the fight, kind of labelling it as a lucky punch and all that. And I think I spoke to Johnny Nelson straight after, and he suggested that I spoke to him again yesterday, and he apologised for that because you know he said watching it back, he, he saw how Pavetkin set that punch up. And I think to dismiss that as just a, a lucky punch is a, a discredit to someone like Povetkin. No, that's what I was saying before. Although I said he could try and try again for it to land the way it did, there was no, there, there's always an element of luck when you knock someone out. Because, like I said, that many different things have to happen at the same time for the punch to land in the perfect spot. You know, it's not just what you're doing, it's what the opponent's doing. And, but... You you increase your chances of it happening by drilling it and drilling it and drilling it in the gym, which he obviously has. He he's obviously drilled that over in the gym, and you know, best case scenario that happens. Good case scenario, it it, it lands and wobbles the opponent even, but you 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 drilling it in the gym, and it was just the best case scenario for what he practiced happened. We're um, expecting to hear. Fight news of the rematch, which has been touted for November this year. 
So he's doing the right thing, in your opinion, by going straight back in with him? Because you were in a similar situation with the Tony Thompson fight, David, where yeah. you jumped straight in and, and it yeah. didn't quite work out for you. But in this yeah. situation, Dillian really hasn't got another choice but, that, but to jump straight back in with him, has he? No, I don't think he has got another choice. And, and I think going off the way the fight was going and, and, and he was in control, then he can go, look, the shot lands as well. I'll make sure that won't happen again. And I'll have to fight one. But um, it's it's it is a gamble because if if he doesn't win, then where where does he go? That's so now it's still fresh, you know. The cut's still fresh off, off the fight, so the best thing for him to do is go. Right, we're having the rematch. It'll help him. It'll help him get over the defeat because he's straight back in the gym and he can got got something to look forward to and, and concentrate on. The worst thing when you lose is sitting around. Not knowing what's next, who you're gonna fight, how am I gonna get back to where I was? And that that's difficult. But if that's why I jumped straight back into the Tony Thompson rematch because I, I wanted some clarity on what was gonna come next, and I was like, right, I can put this right straight away, and it can be like it hasn't happened. But for me, back then when I was younger, probably because it was a a mindset thing as well, the the, the doubt started creeping into my head before the fight of, fuck me, what if I don't win this fight? Where am I going to go? It dawned on me the, the size of what could happen if, if I didn't win. And like, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, I'd know that, you know, there's always a way back to, to at least some type of level if you want to keep doing it. It's just that I didn't get to the level where it was headed to. Now, Dillian, if he loses this fight, what does he do? Go back to British level? Could he go back to British level? That's the question you always ask for someone who's who's become a pay-per-view fighter in his own right. It's it'd be a big fall from Grace if if um, the same thing was to happen again. So that that'll that'll be on his mind going into it. But I think it's something he can deal with. David, just looking back in hindsight, do you regret jumping straight back in with Thompson years ago or not? Not now, no. Um, because pretty much, there's, you know, unless I have a couple more fights, which which may be the case, everything's all all said and done, and, and it didn't turn out too too bad in the end for me in my career, um, because of, because it went better. But you know what happens after it? I've I've been involved in some big fights, which which is what I was in the sport for. I didn't go on and win the world title or fight for the world title, which I would have loved to have, but. Um, at the time, though, I did, yeah, I did regret it massively up until you know, not not so long ago. But now, now I'm at peace a little bit. Where you know, what's done is done. What are you gonna do? I can't, I can't regret it. But if if they had me time again, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have took it because I was still British champion at that time. Um, and I, I could have got one more defense against maybe Martin Rogan at the time, whatever. Which was what my trainer wanted at the time. Um, I could have got, you know, bags of Lonsdale belt, got back to winning ways. It's 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 important to for younger fighters to realise that sometimes if you if you do lose to that to that man type of thing, the bogey man, just let it go. Like like Amir Khan did against um, hang on, someone phoned me. Like Amir Khan did against 
Rangers Prescott. Do you know he went going back there from hindsight's great. Mm. Uh, just finally on this Dillian White situation, what, what do you think happens in the rematch? Um, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be pretty much the same as what was happening, which was Dillian just boxing behind the jab and being cautious. But I think he can hurt him, obviously, again. He's hurt him before, he can hurt him again. And we know that goes both ways. But I think Dillian can hurt him and get the job done and turn the tables and, and stop him. Because it was in his hands to do that last time. But um yeah, I think I think he can it's just all about how he how he feels heading into it and the pressure of it all and everything else, but which I think he can deal with. I think he'll uh, I think he'll put it right. Mm. Well we should hear some news of that. Uh this week, I think uh, Eddie and Dillian were, were saying on social media, so we'll wait and yeah. see. But um yeah, it, it's it's fascinating how like one fight pretty much changes, like you said, the landscape of everything going on. Before this, yeah. people were talking about Dillian being mandatory for uh, the winner of Fury and Wilder, and now this has happened. It's like putting setting back. But I think the whole point is before Fury and Wilder fight is to get this fight out of the way with Povetkin. So effectively, it wouldn't change anything before. Wilder has his fight with Fury if they're to fight by the end of the year. Yeah, the big domino effect, hasn't it? That's that's what I mean. There's, they're all they're all linked together one way or another. Um, and now it's it's just it's just made things a little bit more interesting, hasn't it? Um, but then where does Pavekin come into it? You know, I I thought Pavekin's and his team might have just sidestepped the rematch and just said, look, we're not having that rematch. We're just going to wait now and have this WBC against Fury. But the, being the, the, the gentlemen that they are, and, and although it probably tied in legally, um, they're going to oblige and, and take the rematch. So, you know, um, if Fury doesn't fight wild, though, is he going to fight? Who's he going to fight? Um it's all interesting. I just wish this COVID would fuck off, though, because it's, a, it's just not the same, is it, without the fans? and oh, no. it, 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 it's, it's hard work. It's the same with the footy. I can't get myself as excited for any of it, really, without without the thought of the fans being there. It's just, it's just, just strange, but hopefully it'll be back to normal soon. Yeah, hopefully by kind of the back end of November... Uh, back end of October, November, December, we start to see some sort of crowd there. So, yeah, hope so. Let's see. Okay, David, thank you very much for your time. All right, my uh, Monday morning. Um, yeah, good morning. Have a good week. You have a good week as well, mate. And uh, hopefully, we'll catch up again soon. Yeah, see you soon, mate. All right, top man. Thanks for you today, mate. Thank you, mate. Don't be shy. Life won't bring you down too far